Welcome to Impact Over Income, the podcast that delves deep into the whys behind successful professionals who are making a positive impact in the world of business and beyond. Each week, we'll bring you captivating conversations with accomplished individuals from diverse industries. We'll explore their motivations, their triumphs, and the challenges they overcame on their path to success. Together, we'll uncover the underlying purpose that drives these exceptional professionals to create positive change and transform lives. Here's your host, John Troutman. Hi, everyone. I have my good friend, Nancy Giacalone, with us here today. I am so excited for this episode. I met Nancy probably, you want to say, five years ago through this platform, and just my first uh, interaction, just watching Recipe for Success, that so resonated with me, and it was so impactful uh, from the standpoint of just wanting to give value to those who watched. And, And from day one, uh, on my engagement with the whole benefit space, you're one of those early on people that really made an impact in me. So I have to be very careful not to steal the show and just spend the whole time talking about how much I appreciate you from the impact that I received. So thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. And I'm glad you got the memo and wore your pink shirt today so we can match. I'm amazing. Yeah. The carrier pigeon stopped by my South Florida office here about 15 minutes ago. So what a quick change. Perfect. It worked out well. <laughs> Perfect. So uh, you, for those people who may have been hiding somewhere in the remote place of the globe, uh, Nancy is uh, uh, the founder of NDG Consulting and also the founder of Olympic Crest Insurance. And uh, do you mind just giving us a little snapshot of whatever you're comfortable with about two of those ventures? Absolutely. So Olympic Crest Insurance is the, my foundation. Um, I started, we're a boutique employee benefits firm in Gig Harbor, Washington. I started it over 27 years ago. It's hard to admit that, but that's how long it's been going. I'm very proud of it. It's grown organically um, over the years. And as I'm getting longer in the tooth, as they say, um, I'm starting to think about what's next for me. And so recently I started NDG Consulting. And the purpose of that is that that is going to be the avenue through which I funnel my public speaking um, engagements, as well as consulting for other agents or agencies in the industry that want to improve their um, processes and procedures to allow them to um, create more opportunity for sales and scale. That that's wonderful, and I'm just seeing what you're doing right now is so exciting, and and seeing you embrace the opportunities, and actually probably even saying no to some things just to be the better version of yourself, but also investing in others and helping them be more successful. So that's I applaud you for that. That's so exciting. Thank you. And what an impactful year! I mean, I can't I can't get around this these elephants in the room, these three elephants, right? And they're all wonderful elephants. Benefits Pro Broker of the Year the U-Powered Lifetime Achievement Award. And I was so excited to be at both of these. I wasn't able to be at the third big uh, impactful event, but uh, you shared some of that on LinkedIn. What was the third one for you this year? I became a grandma for the first time. My son and daughter-in-law um, brought the amazing Hazel Grace into the world and she made me a grandma and I couldn't be happier about it. Yeah, we can see that. Those of you who are able to watch this episode, just the excitement on your face, that's so wonderful. I became a grandfather uh in the fall, it's just surreal, right? It it's is, just, uh, but yet so impactful. To see your kids have kids is is an indescribable experience. It it absolutely is. It absolutely is. So, 
Again, this show, this show is all about uh, the impacts in our lives, not just about making an income. So um, if you don't mind getting us started here and talking about some of those things that you do that make a specific positive impact in Nancy's life or profession. Well, I could make a lot more money than I do. I mean, let's be frank about it. If I if I focused on hunting the big accounts and was completely focused on writing business, 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 I could make more money. But um, I, for one thing, believe in a nice life balance. And by that, it doesn't mean 50-50, but things have to be working together to create positivity in your life and family has always been important to me and I've always made it a priority. So I've said no to a lot of things. I've turned down opportunities because it was going to take away something from me personally and money couldn't replace that. So I always felt that that was important. And as I have grown in my career, I feel an obligation to help lift others up and to make an impact in their lives through whatever means that I can. I try to make myself available. Anytime somebody says I'm new or I have questions or I'm frustrated, I try to make myself available as much as possible so that um, the next generation has an opportunity to do great things. Mm. You, ha- you said many powerful things there. I'm just going to go back to, to several of them. And before I, I jump into those, I can't be silent on the impacts you've made in my life, both professionally and personally. So uh, starting out, seeing your episodes and and understanding and watching Recipe uh, for Success and also just talking to you, I'll never forget the first time I reached out to you, you you never spoke down to me. You could have. You never, ever spoke down to me. You treated me as an equal, even though, truth be told, I wasn't an equal, and I still don't believe I am an equal, but you still treat me like one. So that's, there are so many things that the, your ability to just to communicate, being humble and kind to people, and you manifest that down to the individual employee. And it's been such a, a wonderful affirmation for me to do the same. It's not just about making money. And you said that, uh, in several different ways, saying no to opportunities because, and I, it wasn't these exact words, but you were saying money could not replace them, right? Focusing on that impact. And uh, you and I have had many different discussions trying to solve some challenges. Maybe it was through your company or maybe it was now at my company. And I just appreciate the personal level of support, not just the professional level. When I see you you at national events, you don't just say to me, John, how are you doing in business? Or how is your job going, right? Tough, when I think of Nancy, I think of tough love. And I say that in the most sincere way. You have been one of the few that I consider dear friends that ask me the tough questions I need to be asked. And maybe I don't always want to hear them, but I appreciate them. And it means the world to know that you care at that level. It's not some surface level where it's just all about revenue. So again, you have made a great impact in my life. And I'm so grateful for you, both professionally, but also personally. Thank you. That that means a lot to me. I, I I sometimes people see me think people see me and they're like, uh oh, I better turn the other way because she's going to ask me the hard questions and not going to settle for a surface answer. But I, I, the only reason is because I do genuinely care about people and I want to know that that 
their life is going well. And if it's not, if there's any way that I can assist, whether that be professionally or personally. And sometimes all that is, is just taking the time to listen to somebody. So where did this thing originate within Nancy? Who are the people? Who are some people? And I know you probably could could go on and on on this, but who are some people that have made a positive impact in your life, both personally and professionally? So I, it's an interesting question that you asked because I felt like a fish out of water for most of my life. Mm. Um, I really did. I'm in a community that is primarily, and no disrespect, but stay-at-home moms, very kind of the traditional and it never really fit. And mm. so, and I tried really hard to fit. Boy, I was just shoving my my square peg, trying to shove my square peg into a round hole and I didn't fit at all. And so, and I didn't really fit professionally either because remember that I got started as a very young female in a predominantly male older industry. So I wasn't fitting personally and I wasn't fitting professionally. And so I kind of just put my head down and and, you know, kept plowing forward. And it's going to sound really corny, but I have to say that it was really through LinkedIn um, that I found my people because my people weren't in my own community. My people were in different places around the country and my people were people that had to face some of the same challenges. It had some of the same aspirations that I did, had some of the same personality traits and they might be in New York or they might be in Texas or they might be in Florida, but all of a sudden I felt I, I felt that I had a place. And with the minute I felt that, I felt even more empowered to make sure that other, other people felt the same way. Hmm. Anyone in particular that, that stands out in those that time of, I guess we'll describe as a transition or feeling that you became more of a, of a part of it. Anybody just stand out? Yeah. I mean, um, um, personally, I will ha I have to give a shout out to my husband because he's always been my, one of my biggest cheerleaders and, and he supported what I was doing in a time when it wasn't necessarily cool for husbands mm. to support that in a wife. So, um, shout out to Jim. He's an amazing partner and husband, but, um, Yes. I mean, I can't, I would be remiss if I didn't call out you, if I didn't call mm. out Allison DePauli, if I didn't call out Ryan Miller, if I didn't call out Andy Neary, Susan Combs, Callie Ortega, Christine Shear. These people have been instrumental in my life. Mm. Um, even for the short period that some of them have been in it, it has been, it's been life-changing for me. Hmm. Yeah. And it's, that's, uh, that's amazing. I, I could, I could have the same story if I, if I was the one and the roles were reversed and you were interviewing me, the, the power of LinkedIn. I'm not sure if you felt this way. I just hated social media before LinkedIn. And I can remember when Ryan Miller gave me that challenge, you know, are you serious? You got to be kidding me and, and being transparent on social media. What would be the value in that? But you are so authentic in every single episode. And I, and I love how you call things out that even come across as fake because so what does that mean to you of the power of being transparent, not just on LinkedIn, but also to the employer groups down to the individual employees, perhaps? What what does that mean to you? Well, it, it means a lot because, again, going back to I felt like I felt that I wore a mask in my life for so much of it. Like mm -hmm. I couldn't really show all of who I was. And once I started doing it, it was like, wow, this feels great. Mm -hmm. And I could speak up, I could use my voice for good, even when that would be maybe gently poking at some situations in our industry, i.e. bag over the head. Um, you know, it's, I think people 
don't say what they mean or what they want to say a lot of times for fear of repercussions. Mm. But I think that if you say it in a kind and receptive way, that everybody's better for it. Mm. So for me, I mean, I've always been transparent with my clients. I kind of laughed when the whole compensation, you know, requirements came out. I'm like, well, I've been doing that for 20 years. I mean, I just thought that was, that's what you do. People should know how I'm compensated. They should know how much I get paid. They, they need to understand my value because if they think I'm getting, if the, I'm working for free, then they're not going to value the work that I do for them. So I've always made a point of that. And I think it, it continues to be more and more important in this world where we've hidden behind screens and we've hidden mm. behind words and we've hidden behind memes. Mm. People want to know people. They want to have people in their lives. They want to do business with other people. They do. And that transparency, I believe, builds mm. trust. And some, some things that you just said here are so powerful. Speaking the truth in a kind and receptive way. Um, sometimes we might feel so compelled to speak the truth, we may not say it in love, right? We may say it in a kind way, but it's not in a way that's most receptive to that person. So that speaks to your awareness of who you're speaking to, right? And the understanding the audience, whether that's one person or 10,000. So I really appreciate that. That's very powerful. Well, I might not have all the facts. So when I'm when I'm saying something, there might be information that I'm missing. And so if somebody says, you know, hey, but have you considered this? Mm. I better consider it because my word's not gospel. It's mm. it's how I feel. And I want to, again, express it in a way that's kind and respectful enough that somebody can come back and say, well, have you thought about this? Mm. Yeah, that's that's uh, very powerful and being open minded. Uh, that can be very threatening for some people, right? That can be very threatening for some people to, to put themselves in that type of transparency that we don't know all the answers. Mm -hmm. What would you speak to some data that Ryan Miller shared with me uh, very recently? He was telling me that 92%, and I believe this is the right number he shared with me, 92% of the advisors do not advise. Well, he's probably conservative. It's probably <laughs> higher than that. <laughs> Um, it, it is, unfortunately, it is true. Our job, if we take it seriously and we respect our clients and the industry that we've chosen that has rewarded us well, our job is to make sure that we're taking care of the employers we work with, but it doesn't stop there. It's mm -hmm. also to make sure that we're taking care of the members. So we have to look at that. And then we also need to think about our vendor relationships. We can't abuse any of the people in the circle. Mm. It has to be a win, win, win all the way around. And I think that doesn't happen very often. Well, I brought up that statistic because truly, I mean, if I was to put different levels on advisors around the country that I've experienced, I'm not saying any names who would fit those categories, but if there was one at the very top, right, that way we call the gold standard of advising, I would have to put you in that list because of because the fact that you don't just advise, I'm going to come back to these two words, and you speak these words in a kind and receptive way. And that type of advising with the concern down to the individual employee is not something that I experience uh, very often in dealing with many advisors around the country. So that's very uh, remarkable. And I applaud you for that. Thank you. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, level of uh, advising and, and consulting. What are some positive things 
that you have seen and experienced uh, with individuals as a result of your career? Um, I think that I have been pretty instrumental for a lot of people. It's kind of humbling to actually admit that, but um, mm. I have I've supported people. I mean, back in the days before social media, there used to be a group of of advisors that we would get together and have coffee. We advised in the same community, but I never believed then. And I still don't believe now that another advisor is my competition. Mm. It's our job to work together to lift the industry up and to help Mm. employers because I'm not everybody's cup of tea. And if somebody else is more suited for that employer, then they should work with them. I, my feelings are not hurt by by those situations. Yes, there's always things that happen where you're like, wow, I didn't see that one coming. And it can be, you can feel personally hurtful. It generally isn't. Um, I've also seen situations where I've had to have the tough conversation with employers that have the misguided perception that they're providing a wonderful benefit to their employees. And it's not. And we have to talk about that. We have to talk about what they're actually providing and the impact to their employees. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen employers make changes because of those conversations. I've also seen employers fire me because of those cha- because of those conversations. Mm-hmm. But that's okay because I felt that it was important to address it. Hmm. That's very interesting. So again, I go back to your words at the very beginning. You said sometimes you have had to say no, not that you've had to, you've chose to say no, turning away some money. So again, this, this podcast is all about impact over income. Why? What, what, what is it about Nancy that uh, gives that passion to make that impact over an income? What, why? Because my core values are honesty, kindness, accountability, and respect. And if I'm not honoring those core values, I'm not true to myself. And then I am somebody else. And I don't want to be somebody else because I've done that before where I have not felt comfortable in my own skin. And if I can't honor those with my clients, with my employees, with my colleagues, with my vendors, then something's not working well in my life. And you notice money's not on that list. Right. It's not. I, I I desire, as most people do, to make a good income. That's definitely, I enjoy it, but it's just not the most important thing to me. The most important thing is that I honor those core values because when I do that, I'm living a good, impactful life. Sounds like keep first things first. <laughs> so what would you say to an advisor who's listening to this? Again, it's going to be fourth quarter. We're recording this in late July. Fourth quarter, people are often stressed or they're just so focused and they're in GSD mode, right? We have to conquer. We have to do this, which I understand that you've got to be in that. And that's the that's the harvest season, if you will. Right. So um, for that person who is so focused on the income, what, what, what might you say to them to encourage them to be a little more focused on impacting others? The world's not going to fall apart if you don't get something done. The world's not going to fall apart if you lose an account. It's going to be a bummer. Somebody might not be happy with you, but you have to do the best job that you can do at any given point in time. I'm entering a particularly interesting fourth quarter because um, I have an employee that is moving away. Her last day is tomorrow. I have a daughter-in-law that is out on maternity leave and my son is only back part-time. So we're like 50% of our normal staffing level. And 
I'm not allowing myself to panic about it because I know that everything will get done because we have the policies and procedures in place. We have the system and the structure to get it through. So you kind of have to take a deep breath and push through and know that everything will get done. But if you're so focused on got to get it done, got to get it done, got to get it done, you're probably going to make more mistakes. Mm. So actually take a deep breath, trust yourself, trust the processes that you've built, trust your clients to be understanding that maybe you're going to have to get back to them tomorrow instead of today, Mm. That, that they know that you have their best interest at heart and you're not, if you've built a good advising relationship, consulting relationship, they will understand and they will help you through the process. Mm. I think we don't give our clients enough um, respect. I think we think that if we don't do something right now, they're going to fire us. Mm. Well, if we haven't built that relationship, maybe they will. But if we have, most of the time, they're going to support us through that difficult time. Mm. Excellent. And how you and I are both very passionate about mental health. Uh, we've talked about that a number of times throughout the years and uh, worked on a couple of things directly. How has being focused on impacting others helped or made an impact in your mental health? Has, have well, you it's crazy, that? really, because you don't you don't have time to feel sorry for yourself or to mm-hmm. get caught up in your own mm-hmm. BS being politically correct since we're on a podcast <laughs> um, in your own BS in your head because you really take that focus off of yourself. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but when you invest in others, it helps lift everybody up. It, mm. it genuinely does. I was, I was in it last week. I was not in a good place at all last week for no really good reasons other than, you know, I got myself all wound up about things that weren't that important, but I still was there. And boy, mm. there were people for me. Well, Allison DePauly picked up the phone and called me on, I think it was Saturday morning and basically talked me off the ledge. And as soon as I got off the phone with her, I was like, okay, well, I'm done. I'm done with my little pity party. It was just like, I just mm. needed that. I just needed that connection. So I think that when I give that to others, mm. I have to allow myself to accept it as well. And if you would have the opportunity to give a challenge uh, to those who are watching, again, most of these people that will be watching or listening to this podcast uh, are are benefit advisors, right? So what would you say to them to challenge them to be more impact focused than than just revenue focused, making an income? Any thoughts there? I would say do the right thing. It's not that hard. And a lot of times people don't because they're afraid it's going to lose a financial opportunity. It's going to lose a career opportunity. It's going to it's going to impact them negatively. But I'm telling you, when you consistently choose to do the right thing, the rewards will come. They just will. When you do the right thing, you make them. You make more money. You are more satisfied in your life, and your relationships are better. Well, that's very powerful. And what a way to end this episode of Impact Over Income. I can't thank you enough, Nancy. I appreciate you. Uh, you've become a very dear friend, not just a, a close a co-labor out there in the workforce. So thank you so much for your time and all of your words of wisdom today. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. And again, to our audience, don't forget, every day is a great day to make an impact. Let's make it a great day, everyone. Take care.